What's up, y'all? Welcome to At the End of the Day podcast. I am your host, Shervery. I hope you're feeling great today. And if you aren't, we are about to change that. I named today's episode, Forget What Society Says and Do You. In this episode, I plan to build off a portion of the previous things we unpacked in the last episode about anxiety. I have noticed that pressure from society can cause anxiety. Today, we will cover how society indirectly impacts our views about our lives, who we are, and who we can become. So let's get down to it. Society has created a lot of stereotypes based on age, race, religion, financial status, and so many other demographic characteristics. For example, society portrays celebrities as successful because they have a lot of money. But a lot of people seem to forget that they are still human, just like everyone else. Whether they talk about it or not, there are celebrities that have experienced frustration or anxiety or have been sick or loneliness, just like everyone else. The question is, why has society created this image? More importantly, why have we allowed it to indirectly impact our lives? Now, if you are sitting there thinking that you haven't allowed society to impact your life, I will ask you a few questions to prove that it has. The first question is, how do you feel about someone wanting to go to college and get their degree at the age of 45? If you instantly thought, 45? That's too old. Or, why did they wait until they're 45? All I have to say is, society. Question number two, what do you think about a man that cries when they are happy or sad? If you thought to yourself, a man that cries is weak, or he is too emotional, all I have to say is, society. The last question I want to ask you is, how do you feel about a man and a woman that are 37 years old, have been married for five years, and they have no kids? If you instantly thought to yourself, well, what are they waiting for? All I have to say again is society. Could it be possible that the 45-year-old that is deciding to go to college might want a career change, but in order to do it, they have to get their degree? Could it be possible that a man that cries when they are happy or sad shows strength, not weakness? Could it also be possible that a married couple that doesn't have kids after five years of marriage actually do not want to have kids at all? Who said you can't go to college after a certain age? Who said a man crying is considered weak? And who said every married couple has to have a child? Sadly, society created all these rules and expectations, which has shaped the way people view and think about other people. The hard thing to accept is that people indirectly impacted by societal pressure end up experiencing anxiety because they have not achieved the things that society considers quote-unquote good enough or successful by a certain timeline. I am not saying that you do everything society tells you to do, but what I am saying is there is probably one thing you do not like about your life. It is probably something you wish you could change. Part of you wishing you could change it comes from you getting in your own way. But if you think really hard, you will realize that part of it actually comes from some form of societal pressure. 
Now, I'm going to get vulnerable with you and let you into my business just a little bit. I'm going to share something that I have to check myself about when I realize my anxiety is stemmed from societal pressure. I'm just going to say three things. 31 and single. I know, it weighs on me too. Being 31 in general already comes with societal anxiety. There is this expectation to have your life together because if you don't, the question now becomes, what were you doing in your 20s? I always envisioned myself being married before I was 30. And now I have the nerve to be 31 and single. But the need to be married before 30, who created that goal for me? Of course, that was what I desired. But once it didn't happen, there tended to be anxiety around it and the feeling of failure, especially when I watched my friends and family getting married. I realized that fixating on being 31 and single was diminishing everything else I had already accomplished. I graduated from college. I have a good paying job with benefits. I own one of my dream cars and I own a home. But society has a way of making you feel like those were all the things you are supposed to do before turning 30. And getting married was supposed to be the cherry on top. Society has a way of making you feel like the older you get, the more marriage will never happen. So then everyone is trying to figure out what's wrong with you, that you are still single. You start to get questions like, do you think you go out enough? Are you on dating sites? If you say you are not on dating sites, the question becomes, why not? If you say you are on dating sites, the assumption becomes your profile may not be good enough or maybe you aren't on the best app. So then suggestions come in about apps that society says is the best app. Being single at this age creates a narrative of it being your fault. The older you get, society also makes you feel like you may have to accept that kids are out of the picture. This produces anxiety after anxiety. I want to tell you about one of my favorite shows. The name of the show is Harlem. If you have never watched it before, you should start because it is such a great show. Megan Good plays a character named Camille. On one of the episodes, there was a scene where Camille goes to therapy. She starts sharing with her therapist all of the things that she felt she would have accomplished before the age she was. The therapist asks her, how old were you when you came up with your life plan? Camille responded, 18 years old. So then the therapist replies by asking her, would you say that you are the same person you were when you were 18? Camille says no. And then the therapist concludes her point by stating, well, you changed. So maybe it's okay for your plans to change too. Now, let's just breathe and sit on that for a moment because that was deep. Think about the thing that you plan to happen in your life already that hasn't happened. So you have become disappointed due to it not happening at the age you thought you would be. What age were you when you set that goal? Are you the same person you were when you set that goal? Is it possible that the thing you are disappointed about could happen at a different time in your life? That episode made me start to question a lot of things about my life. I realized that I was constantly living with expectations for my life that I set when I was 15 to 18 years old. I know a lot more now than I did when I was 15 to 18 years old. I started to analyze my goals and expectations for my life based on where I am now and what I know now. Just because it hasn't happened for you yet, 
doesn't mean it will never happen. Waiting becomes difficult because in a way, society views your waiting season as punishment. So then you start to view your waiting season as punishment. Even while you're waiting for the next chapter of your life to begin, enjoy the page that you're on. Try your best to enjoy your waiting season. You might just have to change your expectations of when you want it to happen based on where you are now. Just make sure you don't miss out on living in the moment or miss the opportunity to enjoy the blessings that are already around you. I had a coworker that always showed up to work with a smile on his face. I never saw him upset or sad. So before he retired, I asked him what his secret was to being happy every day. He said, Cherie, it will never be today again. What I mean by that is it will never be April 8th, 2019 again. So I live in the moment and make the best of every day. When I heard that, it definitely struck me because I realized what he was saying is, you will never be this age on this particular day again. So live it up because one day you will be older wishing you lived your younger days as if it were your last. You're going to look back and realize that stressing over the small things wasn't worth it. Your view about your life is the only view that matters. I have the power to define what success looks like for me. I have the power to define what happiness looks like for me. On the other side of things, I also have the power to define what failure looks like for me. What I'm trying to say is you have more power over your life than you think you do. Nobody is too old or too young to do anything. If you are 18 years old and you want to get your real estate license instead of going to college like everyone else, do it. If you are 21 years old and you want to start a business, do it. If you are 35 years old and you want to open up a restaurant, do it. If you are 45 years old and you want to buy your first home, do it. If you are 60 years old and you want to go back to school, do it. Why? Because who said you can't? After today, we don't care about society. So do what you want to do with your life. And I definitely don't want to hear, but Cherie, it will take me five years to achieve that. Because five years will go by whether you are working on that or not. You are going to get older anyways. So you might as well do whatever makes you happy while you're still alive and breathing. The ultimate goal is to live life with no regrets. As long as you don't say that you can't do something and take the first step in trying, you will be successful. Get out of your own way and live the life of success that you defined for yourself. Now, guess what, y'all? It's Q&S time. For those of you listening for the first time, this is the time that I share a quote in scripture to encourage you for the week ahead. Now, don't y'all judge me. I couldn't pick one quote today, so I'm sharing two. So today you're getting extra encouragement. The first quote that I chose for today is from Oscar Wilde and it says, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. The second quote that I chose is from Steve Mariboli and it says, don't look for society to give you permission to be yourself. I feel that both quotes are the cherry on top to the message I'm trying to convey with this episode. Simply put, Be unapologetically yourself. Live outside of the norm. Do not look for validation or permission. You may feel like you don't look for permission, but 
you do every time you don't do something because it's different or goes against what everyone else is doing or it goes against what other people expected for your life. Society is always indirectly exuding expectations. That alone is a problem. And what makes the problem even worse is that society is constantly changing its definition of everything. For example, society's definition and view of being beautiful in the early 1900s is not the same as how society defines and views being beautiful today. Being yourself is truly the only option you have. There is only one you. So don't try to fit in the same box as everyone else by trying to look like everyone else or sound like everyone else or dream like everyone else. You are more than enough. The scripture I chose for this week is from John 15, verse 18 through 19. I am reading from the New International Version, and it reads, If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it will love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. This scripture is encouraging because it helps put the objective of society into perspective. It is saying, don't forget your purpose. It's also giving us a warning that society is going to try to make you a part of it. It's always going to seem like everybody is cheering you on and loving you because you're fitting into the mold that they already have for you. But this scripture is simply saying that I did not make you to be a part of the mold. I made you to be different. They didn't like Jesus and he was perfect. Society is always going to try to mold and shape you into who they want you to be from your career to the way you look to your marriage and so many other parts of your life. God didn't create you to be like everyone else. You are special and he created you to be extraordinary, not just ordinary. So this week, I challenge you to think about the things you want to do in your life that you haven't done. Think about the reason you haven't done it. If it falls in line with you not doing it because what other people may say or think, do it anyways. I also challenge you to think about where you are right now in life and embrace where you are currently. Ignore where everyone thinks you should be or even where you thought you should be. Just breathe and be grateful for where you are now. Regardless of where you thought you should be at by now, you are not where you used to be. So be happy about that. Now that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You can also follow me on Instagram under the name A-T-E-O-T-D podcast. Don't forget, you and I are friends now. So if you have something you need advice about or just something you want to share, you can send me an email to ateotdpodcast8 at gmail.com. If you know someone that needs encouragement, make sure you share this with them. Social media creates an image of what perfection should look like, but it's a fake image. It is impossible for any of us to be perfect. So stop trying to be perfect and just live your life. Life is too short to be unhappy. Life is too short for you to be so hard on yourself. And life is too short to be living based on other people's expectations for your life. Because at the end of the day, forget what society says and do you. (laughs) 